Hey, this is Devin Boker, and this is Wildlife. Guess what? After this, we have just seven more of these shorter snippet kind of episodes before we hit our September uh, kickoff of the revamped uh, version of the podcast uh, that we've been talking about for weeks now. And I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna toot the old horn or anything like that too much. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat a ton, but we are very very excited, very very excited um, with what we've been planning. In fact, we actually have episode topics planned out through next December, not this upcoming December, next December. So we are really kind of going all in, um, and, and we're really excited to to share all of that with you today. We're gonna talk about an electric light loving scuba diving toe biting giant and in the start i want to i want to go back to last memorial day weekend not not this most recent one but in 2018 it was it was kind of crazy um that it happened this way you know what um actually i'm gonna let my wife tell the story okay so last memorial day weekend Mm-hmm. Is when it happened. Yep. Can you kind of go to the beginning of what were you doing? Like tell the story? Yeah, just tell the whole story. Okay, so you were probably working on a lawn or something. I was putting the dock in. Yeah, and I don't do that. So um, I was going into the water, probably just to play and play with our son. But anyways, um, the real stuff happens soon, okay? So I step in the water... And it was like I stepped off the dock and just put my foot in. And it was like as I put the foot down into the sand of the lake, right? Um, that is when I felt like it. Th- there was a hook, Devin. There was a hook that went into my foot. It felt like a hook. I can't explain it anything differently. Um, or what else was I saying it was? I was yelling, are there black widows in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so she was... She was laying, well, she was sitting down with her foot in the air while I'm just looking from the water wondering what's going on. And she was, are there black widows? I got bit by a black widow. No, but that, ah, but that was because, ah. hey, that was because, and there, there, you never know, but that was because it, I felt like either it was a hook or something injected into me. It was you like a say, shot. You said it felt like something was like moving through your. My foot. Yeah. Yes, and so I so anyways, so I stepped down and I felt that. Immediately I started screaming. Okay? And like I can't explain it. it was just so bad how bad it hurt. And then it it didn't go away. And so that's why I thought it was a, a hook. Yeah. Because it wouldn't go away. So I climbed out of the water and I was saying a lot of invectives. Exploded. Vocab Expletives. word of the day. Expletives. Invectives. Okay. Was- um so anyways i get out and i'm like rolling on the ground screaming dad i need to go to there's a hook in my foot and you didn't believe me for anything granted well, he didn't know it was this bug by the way okay he well, acted like i was being an idiot well, real quick real quick the thing is is i looked at your foot and when i looked at your foot there was nothing there blood until well no 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 no. there wasn't any blood yet it was only when i pressed my thumbs around because you're like is there glass in there can you see if there's glass and i'm like i don't see anything you're like well just dig down and so i pushed down next to it and then you know like the tiniest little like a little tiny boop like a little tiny because it was plugged it was like 
Anyways, so I made him take... He really tried to talk me out of it, but I was certain there was something in my foot. Like, I, I needed to get it I out. Because what did I... I was looking to get gangrene or something because there was something stuck in my foot and mm-hmm. I was freaking out. We went to the doctor. They acted like I was an idiot. <laughs> but it still hurt. Like you're, two hours later. You're cussing in the emergency room lobby. <laughs> yes. So but yeah. like hours later, it still hurt. Mm-hmm. And so they x-rayed it. Nothing there. You probably stepped on a zebra muscle. Who goes to the ER? For, okay, let's talk okay. about. We'll talk about that a different day. We yeah. can talk about zebra muscles a different yeah, day. Those out. don't hurt. Yeah, they hurt a little bit, but you get used to it. It's like a you know what I mean? Texture. Nah, this was like I was. There was death in my foot. Anyways, um, to this death day, in your foot, I can't feel that spot on my foot if I poke it and stuff. Yeah, it was only like a couple hours later, like leaving the emergency room, right where the pain kind of stopped, and you're like, well, now I can't feel it. Yeah. I can't feel it. It's like it's dead. It's not the whole foot, but it's like that spot. Just I don't feel it. Yeah. Nope. Yeet! Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about going in the water? I don't care. You know, you don't I kind of get a little weirded out, like, stepping in. But, like, I'm not don't even going to lie. This weekend I was standing right there barefoot. Don't even act, though, like, like you don't kind of scope it out. I do scope it out. Scope it out. I do scope it out. And, like... I don't care though. I'm still gonna. I I do kind of go in a little deeper now though. I don't trust you like do. that. You do. You get off like farther down the dock yeah. instead of going down the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you're just listening to that was a conversation between my wife and I. That was Chelsea. You may know her as frequently as our uh, uh, animal guest on the podcast, um, or uh, with her affiliation with the. TWL Hiking Club, which is um, undergoing a bit of a revamp with everything else. Uh, anyway, uh, that was her story from Memorial Day weekend of 2018. And as you might have gathered, um, she she mentioned she mentioned in there, uh, you know, oh you didn't know it was a bug yet. Uh, that's exactly that's exactly right. What it turned out to be was a bite from a bug. Now, if you've never seen one of these. I don't really know how to describe them. They look like a, uh, almost like if a cockroach were a tank and had an alien head and then just killer biceps, like just a swole gym bro cockroach tank alien creature. Really, really hard to describe. Now, some of you may be familiar with the uh, YouTube channel Brave Wilderness um, with, uh, uh, what's his name, Coyote Peterson. Um, he does this thing frequently where he films himself being bitten or stung by different insects or uh, whatever. Um, and there is one where he gets bit, has himself bitten um, by a giant water bug. And uh, basically, if you want to see a shot-for-shot reenactment of my wife's interaction uh, with, with this bug, uh, all you have to do is watch that video. Um, and anyway, anyway... Uh, that insect, that that bug, giant water bug isn't the most exciting name in the world, is it? Um, but they have a lot of different names. They have uh, toe biter, electric light bug, alligator tick. People have come up with many different names for this fascinating little critter. They are the largest of the true bugs and belong to the family Bellostomatidae. There are roughly 170 species with the one here in Minnesota... Um, and in North America, being Lethoceros americanus, getting up to around one inch wide and two inches long. 
They are common predators in ponds, lakes, and wetlands around the world. Yes, including North America, where they spend most of their time on the edges of water bodies and among the vegetation where they lie and wait to ambush their next meal. Their shy nature and camouflage means that they aren't nearly as often seen in the water as one might expect, though that is where they spend much of their time. This means that, more often than not, people spot them when they've left the water and taken flight to a new location. Yes, they can fly. They'll often be found in parking lots and similar places where they are commonly mistaken to be cockroaches or something else entirely. They're even found in people's pools from time to time. Now, what do parking lots and pools have in common? Lights, of course. Pools are usually lit at night, not just as in being cool. Yeah, uh, but you know, they're lit at night. Parking lots are lit at night. Uh, and their nickname, Electric Light Bug, it, it's not random. It's earned for their strong attraction to lights. Despite their strong association with water and their aquatic nature, the giant water bug still depends on oxygen to breathe. Members of the genus Lethoceris have an incredible adaptation that allows them to snorkel. It's called a respiratory siphon and is positioned right on their booty. So, in a sense, they butt breathe by sticking their butt out of the water to have access to oxygen. Even cooler than that is a giant water bug scuba system. They are able to trap bubbles beneath their wings, bringing it with them below the water surface as a personal respiratory system. When in the water, they are usually hunting for things like tadpoles, small fish, vertebrates, or a favorite, dragonfly nymphs. Those big Schwarzenegger-esque pincers on the front? They aren't what does the biting. No, they use those large arms to do grabbing <laughs> because they're arms. And once having hold, they use their beak-like syringe mouth piece called a proboscis to inject their prey with a digestive juice-like toxin, which immobilizes their prey and starts to digest them from the inside. After a brief wait, the giant water bug can slurp out all that juicy goodness like an orange Julius. At this point, you might be saying to yourself, nope. No. No way. Never. Nope. No siree. Nuh-uh. No way, Jose. No, 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 no. And swearing off ever entering a body of water outside of your bathtub for the rest of your life. I want to take this moment to stress to you that despite what the name Toebiter suggests, you most likely will never see one, let alone get bit by one. They're fast and they will do their best to avoid you. Like most critters, Biting or attacking a creature hundreds of times their size is kind of a last resort. Besides, that juice that they make, that juice that they inject to make their delicious bug smoothies, uh, you know, that's that doesn't, it's not easy to make. It takes a lot of energy. They don't want to waste it. Obviously, they're not going to be able to eat you, so uh, you're, you're, you're probably safe most of the time. They try to escape first, and even if they're cornered or stepped on, Usually they try to play dead before finally resorting to that pinpick from hell that is their bite. Their role in the ecosystem is also vital. Irreplaceable, which I suppose is pretty much what vital means, and just may be enough to convince you that you have more to like about these critters than to fear. You could consider them a bit of an apex predator. They dominate the top of the invertebrate food chain in most places they inhabit, keeping the other, more annoying insect populations that many consider pests from getting out of hand. Just imagine what it would be like without them. You can enjoy your time at the lake or hiking near a pond or birding at a wetland knowing that nearby you have a little friend helping to keep you comfortable. 
The giant water bugs, specifically the males, are also excellent parents. In Lethoceros americanus, the female lay their eggs in vegetation near the shoreline of ponds, creeks, lakes, and wetlands where they remain guarded by an adult. But another North American species, Bellastoma fluminium, has a much more interesting mode of parental care. In this species, the nearly 100 eggs are laid on the male's wings, glued to their back with a natural adhesive. At that point, the female basically leaves and it becomes a male's priority to protect the eggs until they hatch one or two weeks later. During this time, they remain near the surface of the water to help provide the eggs with enough air. They'll even bask to dry the eggs and prevent growth of algae. And they'll even wait a while to eat after the eggs begin to hatch to avoid eating one of their own young. I mean, can you imagine how terrible you would feel? I mean, I don't know what giant water bug emotions are like, but whew, I'd hate that Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, the giant water bug is, is really a remarkable creature whose important role in the ecosystem far outweighs their ick factor. And next Father's Day, keep these little guys in mind. They're pretty good, pretty good dads. Not super common in the animal kingdom. So, you know, props to them. Well, that's all for today. Before I go, as usual, I would like to thank all of our patrons who support us through patreon.com slash the wildlife for as little as a dollar a month, by the way. Without them, our show, what we do, it literally would not be possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And if you are interested in doing that, and of course, at the different levels, you get all sorts of different perks, ranging from stickers of impossible power to coffee mugs to submitting questions to podcast guests before we interview them all kinds of stuff you can find out how on patreon.com slash the wildlife see you later